Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. When I was a young girl, there was a record. By the rivers of Babylon, I sat and I wept. And I remember singing it and repeating the words, even though I didn't know what they meant. So when I realized that those words in English, since Spanish is my first language, can be found in a psalm, Psalm, Responsorial Psalm 137. By the streams of Babylon, we sat and wept when we remembered Zion. I was shocked because this was a a group of very flashy singers that had all these moves and I never imagined that they were talking about a psalm. The readings for today take us back in the Old Testament to Second Chronicles when we're seeing the princes of Judah, the priests, the people, they are turning themselves away from God. The reading says they're adding infidelity to infidelity, they're practicing abominations, they're polluting the temple. They are walking away from God, and so do we. We still do that today. The things we watch, the songs we listen to, the books we pick up, the conversations we have, the way that we use our speech to tear others instead of building them up, we do this in small ways and big ways. When we see the abominations of the Old Testament, we can say, my goodness, we're not doing anything like that. We're not killing our adversaries or building temples to the bowels. But is the way that we spend time in social media a way to idolize our information gathering or the way that we boast things is a way of boasting and making ourselves look a certain way that idolizes our way of life. In this story from Second Chronicles, we see that the prophets are sent with warnings, but the people do not heed any of them. And they mock the messengers of God. They burn the house of, the, of God. They, ter- they tear down the walls of Jerusalem. We've normalized some of these readings, but we saw a, a very small incident compared to the destruction of the walls of the temple of Jerusalem when we saw the capital in in our city attacked and we saw the tremendous tribulation that that caused for our American psyche and we can see that if Jerusalem's walls are being torn down which is the place where God resided in ancient times as the place of ritual where people came to encounter God who was bending down to be amongst us, we can see that that was really a very jarring image, the destruction of the temple. We see that the people of Israel become servants to the king of the Chaldeans. And it isn't until Cyrus, the king of Persia, is moved in his heart by God to inspire, to bring the Jews back, issuing a proclamation to allow them to return, that the Israelites are ready to come back. Why is it that sometimes we need hardship in order to turn ourselves back to God? Our tradition 
Christianity is the only one that has a God that is seeking us, is looking for us, is in love with us. All the other religious traditions of the world have a God that is distant and it is our job as humans to find him, to seek him out. But the God of Christianity bends down in solidarity with us. And that is why with Psalm 137, we can say, let my tongue be silenced if I ever forget you, because God is making every possible way clear for us to find him. It is that our desires, our will, our emotions, our intellect gets distracted or entertained in other ways. And we forget to put God at the center of our days. How many days pass by when we haven't even lifted our eyes to say, Thank you, Father, for today. Or, Bless your name, Father, you are great in all your ways. Or, Well, we've recounted something that God has done for us. The psalm says, How could we sing a song of the Lord in a foreign land? If I forget you, Jerusalem, may my right hand be forgotten. Don't you love some of the imagery and the intense wording of some of these uh, readings. We come then to the letter of the Ephesians. It's such an important letter and I am in a study right now with a group of friends, um, women in the workplace. Uh, the organization is called Forward and we gather on Tuesday and Wednesday mornings to do two separate studies. You're welcome to join us. In one of them, we're reading a book called The Armor of God and it's a book um, all on Ephesians, on actually the uniform of the soldier of God as described by Paul in Ephesians 6. But in Ephesians 2, we are hearing about God who is rich in mercy. And even when we were dead in our transgressions, God brought us to life with Christ. God again bending down to give us his grace, to give us his saving power, to dwell amongst us. By grace, we've been saved through faith. And it is not from us. It is a gift from God. There's nothing we can do to earn it. God gives it to us freely. When we come to the reading of the gospel in John 3, we find Jesus speaking with Nicodemus. I love Nicodemus in the gospel readings. He is one of the Pharisees and he's trying so hard to open his heart that is endearing to me. It reminds me of the ways that I close my own heart where I think I know things or I want to do them my way. But Nicodemus keeps trying, and I love that about him. And Jesus is so patient with him. He tells him, Just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. When God bends down in solidarity to be with us, our job, our response is faith is to be in relationship with him, to say yes, to assent to that invitation to a relationship. The reading says, God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him might not perish but might have life eternal. These are some of the most famous words in the Bible that God didn't send the son to condemn the world but to save the world so that anyone who believes may have life eternal. But then look what it says. The light came into the world. I love that John speaks about light so much. But people prefer darkness to light because their works were evil. Everyone who does wicked things hates the light and doesn't come toward the light.
so that his works might not be exposed. But whoever lives the truth comes to the light so that his works may be clearly seen as done in God. Let us then be people that walk in the light, bring up our offenses before God with contrite hearts, and with each other asking forgiveness when we mess up. Boy, do we mess up, right? And as we come to this fourth Sunday of Lent, this new week, where we're studying, um, we've been studying the commandments all of last week, and now we have a moment of rejoicing. Laudate Sunday, which is a Sunday of rejoicing, because we've reached the midpoint for Lent. And it's a chance for reconsider, are we doing our penances and our prayers and our promises? If we are not, then we can recommit. If we are doing them, let's applaud victoriously. So let us go to the throne. Father Almighty, we give you thanks for your holy name because you bend down in solidarity with us, because you walk with us, you dwell amongst us, because you seek us, you show us the way. We ask forgiveness for the ways that we forget you, that we turn our backs to you. Like the Old Testament stories tell us that People turned their backs and they went into slavery. Free us from the ways in which we enslave ourselves. In the ways we use our time or food or drinking or entertainment in ways that bring us away from you and away from the very best that we can be. We ask that you help us as a lot of people are celebrating spring break and that we may in this spring that is blossoming and coming we can feel it in the air. Also, see something reborn in our hearts, in our love to, towards you, in our commitment to you, our Heavenly Father. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.